Recently, I finished the Quasar News website, which was really exciting, but it kind of left me in this weird state. And let me just backtrack a little bit here. I remember having this feeling a lot in my life where I'd finish a, a big project or I'd go through like a slum in my life and and, and I just kind of end up doing nothing and start wasting my time, start spending more time watching television, start spending more time doing things like playing video games. I remember I went through this massive Dota period where I paid played Dota 2 for a long time. Miserable part, miserable part of my life. And um, I'm so glad that I ended up quitting that game because, man, that was just like destroying me. Um, I haven't played World of Warcraft for a while. Gosh, that was a long time ago. But yeah, anyway, I find that there's always these periods in our life. Life seems to ebb and flow. And we always go through like these, um, these valleys where, you know, sometimes we're on top of the hill. Sometimes we enter these valleys where things just don't seem to be working for us. We're not getting stuff done. We don't know what to do. There's like a whole bunch of ideas in our head sometimes. We don't know which ones to grab at, which ones to go towards. And I got that recently when I finished the Quasar News website. And in the past, usually I just sort of deal with this slum and I kind of waited out for a couple of months. That was my tactic. Sometimes it was a couple of weeks, sometimes it was one or two months, and I just waited out. But one thing I've learned over the years is to create a baseline um, or kind of a like kind of a place that I go back to uh, in order to start pushing forward sooner rather than later. Now let me just see see if I can add some clarity with that. So once again, I finished quasar-news.com and I reached this point where I was like, gosh, there is so many things I could do right now um, with my Quasar stuff. I could work on Quasar cast videos, um, just like everyday stuff. Um, I should work. I could work on the Quasar component series, which I really need to get onto because I want to release that um, sooner rather than later. Um, but before I can do that, I need to do like the whole t-shirt thing. And then I've just released Quasar-News and there's no blog post. So I kind of want to do posts for that. And I hit that point again where... I was kind of like stunned and I, there's so many options that I could be doing that I ended up just doing nothing for a few days. And, you know, there were things with the site that I could have fixed up as well, but it was working well enough that I didn't really need to focus on it. And then there's live streaming as well. You know, I love doing live streams. So, you know, there's just this plethora of things that I can do and you, you end up getting um, paralysis by analysis or is it analysis paralysis. I don't know what it is, but basically um, so many different things that you can focus on um, and, you know, analyzing the parts of the business that you could be working on that just makes you end up paralyzed. I don't know if I use that phrase correctly, but I think you get the point. And so, however, the reason I've been able to get back on the horse so quickly this time around is because I've come up with basically this principle where whenever this happens, I need to, I need to have a baseline. And before I tell you what I did in t regards to the programming world, let me relate this to other things like exercise. Sometimes I fall off the bandwagon with exercise and my baseline for that is just going for a walk around the block in the morning. If I can go for a walk around the block in the morning, then um, I know that I'm doing okay. I know that I'm going to start, you know, I can, that's an okay baseline to me. I can wake up, feel crappy and think at least, I can at least go around the block, right? That's, that's not a big deal. I can spend five minutes going around the block, uh, maybe with the dogs, you know, to make it a little bit more exciting. Uh and then, you know, from there, I can then start uh, jogging again. And then I can start, you know, that jog might just be to the end of the street and back. And then that jog might be around the block. And next thing you know, I'm going on half an hour jogs. I've talked about this kind of thing before. Um, one of the ones that I have with food is a tray of veggies. If I'm feeling like I've gone off the bandwagon with, um, with food, I'll go to the shops and buy veggies. But I get ones that I really like. So sweet potato, 
Um, I get like good quality carrots. Um, what else do I get? Maybe just like normal potato. And I use a decent amount of salt. And, you know, you could say, you know, too much salt is bad for you. But I'll tell you what, if you get a tray of vegetables and you put a whole lot of salt on them, it's still going to be way, way more healthy than the crap that we can often eat where we get like, you know, packet noodles and, um, I don't know, McDonald's or Hungry Jack's fast food and crap like that. that. That is way, way worse than putting too much salt on your vegetables. So that's what I do. I say, you know what, let's just create this new baseline. I'm going to save money. Vegetables are pretty cheap. If you just get some, you know, very basic vegetables, especially stuff like sweet potato, it fills you up. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good price, at least over here in Australia. In other parts of the world, there's probably um, different vegetables that um, are well-priced. And you just go to the shop get vegetables, bake them. They're delicious because I put a decent amount of salt and oil on them. I put oil on them as well. Um, and then from there, I can then start reducing the amount of salt or reducing the amount of um, you know, whatever is unhealthy and start introducing more green stuff. But I had that baseline. I enjoy a tray of well-salted vegetables. It tastes good and it's healthy enough to start putting me back on the bandwagon, so to speak. So that's how it goes um, with health. I don't know what the answer is to sleep, to be honest. I still suck at sleep. Maybe naps in the middle of the day. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if anybody has a good baseline solution when it comes to sleep, please let me know because um, sometimes it's wonderful. It's wonderful right now. I'm doing a good job with sleep and sometimes it's just awful. Now, relating to um, getting work done and things with code, my baseline is to spend time planning. If I sit down in front of my computer and I I create it. Once again, I use Miro, which is like the whiteboarding software that I use, or you can just have a to-do list. It doesn't even matter, really. The, the point is that you're just being active and you're doing something. So I found that if I'm falling off the wagon, I don't feel like coding anymore. I don't feel like doing any creative stuff. I will sit down and I'll go, okay, what is my vision again? And then I'll start pointing out some stuff that I can do to bring me closer towards that vision. That's fun. And that's easy to do. It's like I could just sit back, relax, um, and I could just start whacking out some ideas. And you can't help but get excited when you start generating ideas like this. So this is what I did for um, recently. I just sat down and I thought, what are some blog posts I could create? And so I opened a Keep document. I use um, Google Keep uh, to do um, just like note-taking stuff. And I just started throwing some stuff out there. In fact, let me just bring up my Keep document so I can give you an idea of some of the things that I wrote um, for possible blog posts. Uh, here they are here. Vola. And I've actually already written that blog post. Um, Evan's new way to use Vue. So recently, Evan said that he recommends people use Vola instead of Vitor. Um, this is for new applications using the script setup and something else around TypeScript, which I've forgotten. Um, using Vue style with um, vBind. So basically being able to bind variables when you're using um, the style tag. So that's something interesting I could blog about. Um, view web components, v-memo, Quasar SEO. So de dealing with SEO with Quasar. And I just wrote down a ton of ideas. Oh, I like this one, 10 dialogue component tips. I definitely want to end up doing that. Um, deploying an SPA to Netlify, Versal, Google, Nginx, Heroku, using Laravel Forge. Like there's, I just wrote down all of these ideas. And then all of a sudden my brain's like, that, oh, I, I forgot. This is actually really fun. And it kind of reminds your brain how exciting all of this stuff is. And now I'm right back on the horse. And I was only down for about, you know, one or two days. And I'm already, like, excited, jacked and ready to go. Yesterday, I did a really long live stream because writing this list of things just got me so excited. I wanted to do a live stream about the Composition API and um, talk about that kind of stuff. And, yeah, so that, that's the point of this podcast. I think it's a really good idea, at least in my own life, I found... 
um, to set baselines for the really important things in life. And I bring this up over and over again because it's so important to being a good developer. You need to be able to master things like sleep, exercise, um, and diet. Those three things, they're the baseline to me. I don't even... I would focus on those things first and then start branching off into other things. And then once you've got those things... Um, you incorporate into their things like having a good vision that motivates you um, towards a goal. Uh, reverse engineering that vision so that you know that the tasks that you're doing right now are moving you closer to your vision. That's what makes boring tasks exciting. That's what makes the mundane thrilling. When you know that those tasks are aligning with your vision. When I know that writing this blog post is going to generate more people um, that are going to subscribe to the newsletter um, so that I can then get more people excited about Quasar and keep them up to date with the latest news. And then they get to know me. And then by getting to know me, they discover Quasar cast and they create more of a bond with me. And then later on, um, when I decide to open up Quasar cast, um, the subscription service, they're more likely to subscribe. And so, and, and then by doing that, I will be able to grow Quasar cast. And then eventually that can be my full-time job working on Quasar cast and, um, and, and then when I've done that, I can then start doing videos that uh, pull people in from the view community into Quasar and creating an advertising um, funnel for that. And then I can create a funnel that takes people who know um, JavaScript into view and then people from view into Quasar. And then from there, I can take people that don't know how to code. I can teach them how to code with JavaScript, HTML and CSS, bring them into my JavaScript course, then bring them into my view course and then bring them into my Quasar subscription service. So this is my vision being able to basically reach a a lot much larger um, audience, not just people that know Vue.js and JavaScript and and all of that, but um, reaching an audience that, um, that that doesn't even know how to code yet, and then eventually bringing them through my process to eventually learning Quasar. So this is my vision, and that gets me pumped. That gets me so excited. And so when I sit down to code now and I'm writing a blog post, if I can connect that end goal with the blog post that I'm writing right now, then all of a sudden it's the most thrilling thing in the world. All of a sudden I've got all the energy I need to write that blog post. And so this is, um, anyway, that's kind of going off course that now I'm talking about vision again. But the point of this podcast was to talk about baselines because unless you have that baseline, that trigger in your brain that tells you to remind yourself um, to do something really basic so that you can get back on the horse again, unless you do that, then it doesn't create that kind of cascade effect where you end up thinking about your vision and getting all of that done. Um, so once again, let me just go through the ones that I use in my life. I don't have one sort of for sleep. If you have one sort of for sleep, please let me know in the comments. I am so open to ideas about this because it's, it's so important and I'm, I'm really struggling with it in my own life. Um, but for, for eating, it is just a plate of baked vegetables with a good amount of salt, uh, pepper, and oil. Uh, for exercise, it's just a walk around the block. Um, for coding, it's usually basically... Just planning. In, in fact, I can sum it. I can sum it up like that: planning, 
to, to me, planning is just as important as actually executing on the thing that you want to do. And if you, if I do enough planning, I get so excited, I start executing anyway. So that's what it is for me. Let me know in the comments if you've got your own kind of baseline things that you fall back on when you feel like you're falling off the bandwagon, falling off the horse, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, let me know that in the comments because I'm really curious to know. And of course, if you haven't already, check out quasar-news.com and sign up for the newsletter there. Super excited about that. And before I finish up this podcast today, I want you to please remember my most important message to you all, that there is nothing you can't build. Bye for now.